You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Beyond the Headlines. My name is Joyce Deriga. I'm editor of the Chicago Catholic, the newspaper for the Archdiocese. And this is where we take a closer look at the people who are making the news that we're covering in the Chicago Catholic. And today we have two guests who are um, in a major story that's in the latest issue of our newspaper. It's uh, We've got Father Carl Morello, who's the pastor of St. Catherine of Siena, St. Lucy, and St. Giles Parish in Oak Park. And he's also the pastor of... Um, making sure I've got all this, Ascension and St. Edmunds in Oak Park. And then we have Celine Wasnika, who's a parishioner at Ascension St. Edmunds. And the story that we were working on uh, was talking to several parishes about what they've been doing to accompany the asylum seekers that have come to Chicago and are in need of housing and, and some other, uh, lots of other things to get on their feet. So they're doing a lot of stuff at these two parishes and partnering with a lot of people. So welcome to you both. And Celine, I want maybe you can start off. You've been here or there from the beginning, and what what all has the parish been doing? And I mean, that's going to be a lot. That I have to show. Go ahead. Well, the parish has been incredibly supportive, um, but I think it's really important also to point out that this is all. This is part of a a large. We're part of a larger um, community, a larger like mutual aid association. Um, my original connection came through the Catholic worker. Um, mm-hmm. I have Catholic worker connections in Uptown. And when the, the big surge of migrants came in March and they um, uh, were no longer able to stay in the Chicago and the shelters that the city of Chicago was providing. And so when there was no more room in the shelters, the city was putting them in police stations. When they're in the police stations, they get absolutely no support at all. So that's when local community comes around, it comes, uh, rises up and helps. And so from um, from this Catholic worker c- connection, I found out that there were uh, migrants just just two blocks from uh, from the Oak Park border, just two and a half blocks from one of our churches, wow. uh, from St. Catherine, St. Lucie's, uh, the physical building. And um, I was able to get involved in it, but then I was able to make the connections to the larger uh, to the to the larger parish, the, the, the two parishes, and and among the many things, which was a variety of things of doing of of, of of taking up collections, not only for clothing but the purchase of new underwear, socks, t-shirts, bras, things that you know we don't want to right. get donated. Yeah, and um, and then. When the people are in the shelter, the city does not provide meals for them. There is a Muslim organization that provides dinners, but we're part of a team now that regularly provides breakfast and and or lunch. 
So that's part of it. But the big thing is shower day. <laughs> and I don't know, if you, Father Carl, if you want to talk a little bit about that. You were there today. Sure. Shower day. Uh, it's hard to imagine, but these migrants who we are trying to help come twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, and Celine brought this to my attention and said, do you think we could use the the shelter um, for showers for these folks? And, and of course I said, yes, because it's the right thing to do. But can you imagine only twice a week? But I, I've been there now a couple of times and it is so heartwarming to see these families, especially these beautiful kids and come in to, to just get a shower a simple breakfast and to be able to look through clothes and and get a clean pair of socks and underwear it's 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 beautiful can you explain real quick to listeners and viewers what what is the shelter so so uh yes so uh when we were com united with saint catherine saint lucy saint giles and saint catherine lucy became one parish the rectory was being underutilized so there was a there is a ministry still in there run by Connie Rakatan who helps uh, provide some formation for um, emotionally mentally challenged folks, but the rest of the building was underutilized. So Housing Forward approached us and said, "Could we have a temporary shelter for the homeless here?" And we agreed to that. That went so well that we extended that agreement for this next year. So we, we have a portion of the rectory for uh, a group of homeless people who come on a regular basis each night to stay. And then with Celine's help, she brought all the migrant needs so close by, as she mentioned, three blocks away to our attention. And while we can't house them, we could provide showers for them. And we agreed, It's she she's instrumental in getting it all together. I said, yes, she does the work. <laughs> so. Well, I, I have to admit, uh, Father Carl has learned, um, I taught him a new word. What's yes. That? It's called nag-vocating. Nag-vocating, nag yes, nice. nag-vocating. She's my nag-vocator. I'm, I'm, I'm his number one nag-vocator. So, you know, you can imagine, oh, the first thing I thought of when I, when I got involved, and I got involved in early May, okay, when they first, when the big surge came to the, again, through the connection with the Catholic worker. And my immediate thought was, where are they taking showers? I just can't imagine the last time they took a decent shower, right? So mm -hmm. where are they taking showers? So um, I, I called around, I called around to some schools in the area, you know, asking, well, maybe they could go into their locker room, take a shower after school. The school said no, but I understand because the schools have their schedule and they have their priority. So actually, the first place that said yes was a wonderful organization in, um, in Austin called BUILD. And BUILD is a youth-serving organization. And they said yes. And what else can we do? They were wonderful. But Bill's mission is young people. So when the, um, you know, when the schools got out and the summer programming started, they said, I, I, I'm sorry, you know, for sorry, but we can't continue to do this because we don't have the room or the staff to have the Venezuelans coming in and using our showers. So then that's when I nagvocated to Father Carl. Mm -hmm. And um, and he said, and he said, yes. So we then we transferred over to uh, to St. Catherine St. Lucy's, and it has gone way beyond just the showers, yeah. which makes yeah. it so mm -hmm. fabulous. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's a real there's a real sense of family coming together there with the migrants, with the volunteers. It, it's just so heartwarming and beautiful to see. Yeah. It really is. And I don't speak Spanish, Celine does, but I picked up enough to say, hello, how are you? My name is. And uh, it's a it's a wonderful feeling to be able to connect even in this simple way. Yeah. And it's more so, than yeah, that, right? Yeah, it's, it's sometimes I'll and... even, Go ahead. I'm sorry, what? Go ahead. Uh, so sometimes I'll ask who's who's smiling most, you know, the the kids or the, are the volunteers. So mm-hmm. you walk to this, in the back of the rectory, which was clearly used to be like a community space. Mm-hmm. And on on one side, we have a table where we just have toys and games and Play-Doh and puzzles and things for the children. And of course, there's volunteers there. Um, a number of the volunteers themselves are retired school teachers. Oh. And I look at them and said, are you in your happy place? And they said, yes, right? And then along the back wall, we serve breakfast. Um, and we have, we'll have a toaster, so toasting some bagels or some bread and with juice. And they like making like little sandwiches, like ham and cheese, and we have fresh fruit and coffee and things like that. And then on the other side, we have a long table, and there we have the um, donated under new underwear and socks and T-shirts. And then in that room, we have donated men's stuff. And then down the middle, we have like a, a table for people just to sit and enjoy their food. And then in another, what used to be the suite, is the room where we have all the women's and children and, t- and children's uh, women's and children's uh, donated uh, underwear and and uh, clothes, and then the, like I described the suite. So there's just a lot of activity because there's mm-hmm. the reading yeah. and playing cards. But a little bit later, I'll tell you what we did today for the first time, which was really fun. Yes, that's beautiful. And and if I could just jump in again to say. What I found so, uh, what I find so um, exciting about seeing this and and being there personally, is that this building that was very underused has found a new purpose, and I mean it's it's part of the Catholic Church property there, and isn't this what the church should be doing, reaching out to help someone in need? So we've repurposed the space to really put, I think, the gospel message in action. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know we covered that when when you opened, and I just think it's a, such a neat thing that's been born out of Renew My Church, right? There's, there's Oh, yeah. Because these empty yeah. spaces are, are all around the archdiocese, and if we can figure mm-hmm. out creative ways to use it, you know, and keep everybody safe and, and all mm-hmm. that. What did you do today, Celine? Okay, so um, as I explained earlier, the, the 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 city of Chicago does not provide anything, sadly, for the people sleeping in the stations. Maybe in the shelters, but not in the stations. And so um, we've been we we're part of a, a larger community that provides meals. But you know, oftentimes we I'm talking about the larger community. We donate food that we might think is good, but it's not. The, what the Venezuelans are used to or what they like. Good point. So today, again, with Father Carl's permission after I negbocated, <laughs> um, we got permission to make arepas, which uh. is the national, the Venezuelan food, okay? And one of my colleagues from the police station response team, Kate Nolan, bought all the ingredients, and we went into this directory kitchen, and the women made arepas, 
oh, the, for themselves. The, the migrants. And for their oh, wow. It was so wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. wonderful. They're happy because they're finally making, they're cooking. They're not just the recipients of what, mm -hmm. whatever donated food some gringos decide to give them, you know, but they are preparing their own and they're all talking about it and they're all sharing, oh, this is my little secret for making this. And they're all talking about it. And then they, um, I, I was thought they were just going to make it to bring it back because we had did serve breakfast there, you know, but no, 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 they're, they got these big platters and they're walking around and they're, everybody's having like a second breakfast. And, and then they made sure that all the volunteers had some, but the most wonderful thing was the ability for them to make their own food, you know, their own national food, and then uh, and then share it with their own family members. Hundred percent. I mean, was, they've been on the road for they how many months that it took them to get to the border, and then they come here, and like you said, there there's no control. And like Father, even what you said, just taking a shower. You you, you mentioned and you mentioned this in the interview for the story too, is that we take showers every day and you know we just take that for granted yeah. and yep. you know they don't the simple things in in life they mm. they don't have right now yeah and you know um it's i was thinking that just it's, it's such a universal thing despite language having a shower having clean clothes having some food it doesn't matter what language you speak. It's a universal thing that everybody needs basic care. And I think they really sense um, that we care for them. We care about what's happening. Awesome. Okay. There's so much more that you can do. Yeah, go but ahead. We're, you know, we're limited. We had, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we can talk about some more. Because you guys are adopting... Um, a family too, right? To your Catholic church. So we'll talk a little bit more about that and everything else. So, mm -hmm. all right, don't go away. Catholic Charities After Supper Visions program offers guests of our Tuesday Night Supper the opportunity to learn the art of photography. These talented guests, who are often experiencing homelessness, are offered disposable cameras and they work with volunteer professional photographers to learn the basics of taking photos. Then, the artists go out and capture images on film of anything they find to be beautiful or interesting in the world. Meet the artists and see their extraordinary photos at this year's After Supper Visions photo exhibition on Friday, September 22nd from 5 to 7 p.m. in Vincent Hall at 721 North LaSalle Street. That's Friday, September 22nd from 5 to 7 p.m. Visit After Supper Visions for more information. At After Supper Visions, we are developing film, talent, and hope. Forty-four for me teaching when I started here 
there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach, apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Welcome back to Beyond the Headlines. My name is Joyce DeRiga. I'm editor of the Chicago Catholic. Before we go back to our guests, I want to just plug some stuff in the newspaper. You can always visit us online at chicagocatholic.com and see the latest of everything that's in the issue. You can see what Pope Francis is up to and Cardinal Zubich regularly writes. And you can see the good news of things that are going on in, in the parishes, which one of which is the story we're talking about today. You can also sign up for our free newsletter that we send out about three times a week and follow us on social media. And if you'd like to subscribe, it's $30 for a year. We publish about every two weeks, and that goes to support our ministry of sharing the good news around the Archdiocese. So back to the story that is in this newspaper uh, issue. We have Celine Wozniga and Father Carl Morello from parishes in Oak Park. That's St. Catherine of Siena, St. Lucy, St. Giles, and St. Ascension, and St. Edmund, and they've been doing some wonderful work with migrants. I was just thinking, Celine, during the break, that I'm just envisioning the Arepas. Um, yeah. That was that's pretty pretty amazing. So you've also helped settle some families, Can, and then you're gonna and you've got the grant from Catholic Charities, the Family Sponsorship Program, where you get ten thousand dollars to help a company. Can you talk about the work you've been doing there? Yeah. Well, again, through the Catholic Worker Connection, I became aware of a family that had arrived um, in the Catholic Worker in Uptown. And Catholic Worker is mission is hospitality, but they did not have the facilities to host the uh, long term a family of four. So, um, you know, you but you can connect with a willing community and the Catholic parishes of Oak Park said, yes, we'll do it. So we got together and um, we were able to bring the family into Oak Park. We actually rented uh, an apartment for three months, but we got the that apartment for with a three month contract, which they never do, again, through a parishioners, a, a parishioner who owned the building, who gave us a three month contract. And then another parishioner said, um, my wife and I have a basement apartment that we're not using and it's fully furnished. We just keep it for family when they come and they're welcome. So uh, we were able to bring this family in. Um, they've been living with us in, in, as part of our community since, um, well, in October, they moved to a park. 
uh, yes, in October of last year. So almost just a short of a year. And we've enrolled them in Oak Park schools and we helped them get settled here. Um, I gotta be honest with you, it's very easy. It's very easy to resettle them because they are a self-selected population that can traverse 3,000 miles through seven countries, through the Darien Gap, through the jungle, across the deserts, across over the mountains and make it, navigating Chicago is like nothing, right? <laughs> so that family is doing very well. And we're now in the process of finding them another, their own apartment and, you know, encouraging them to move on. In the meantime, we did apply and we're granted, we received the grant to um, to assist another family. We have met that family. It's a beautiful family with an 18 month old uh, wow. girl. They're currently in a shelter down in South Chicago. Okay. And we are moving as quickly as we can to find an apartment that is, is a reasonable rent in this, in, in either in the Oak Park area or maybe in Cicero Berwyn or, um, because it, it's good to be in more of a Spanish-speaking environment. You sure. go out and go to the store and, you know. Um, but in the meantime, um, the Scalabrini Immigrant and Refugee Services, which is providing social services during shower day for us, they alerted us to a family of uh, five oh. that is that they're aware of. They're living in unstable housing in Melrose Park. And they asked us if... Um, I guess they navigated, but anyway, they asked us if, if we could help uh, this family as well. And, um, you know, we prayed about it. We reflected. We, you know, we just, and, and yes, we said yes. And then we asked Catholic Charities if we could get an additional 10000 for the second family. So, yes, yeah, so now we're in the process of looking for apartments and, um, and, and people are coming through and say, well, I've got this and this that I could donate. And, you know, we've got such abundance that it's mm -hmm. going to happen. Yeah. And I, I want to add to that, that people see what's happening here, parishioners and, and all. So we're, we're two newly united parishes with four sites still. And what the work of Celine and um, Margie have done really and is to bring all of this together, all the people together with a focus on this kind of service and ministry. And, and personally, I really believe that having this center at um, St. Catherine, St. Lucie is a way of getting people uh, back to and into the church, so to speak, because we're doing something really positive and helpful. When you're serving others, how can you not want to be a part of that? And, and people have been generous, as Celine has said. A man the other day called me and said, um, my family wants to give a $2,500 check to the migrant ministry happening. It's amazing. Things like that are happening on a regular basis. It's that beautiful. Is, that is amazing. And can you speak to this, to why it's important that we as Catholics do this? I mean, it seems like it's the Beatitudes, right? Like, um, but, or the well, corporal you know, works of mercy. Go ahead. It, it is. But I think the thing for me that stands out always in my mind is Matthew, you know, 25, where Jesus says very clearly, whatsoever you do for the least, you do for me. And I and I just use that with folks um, because not everybody is always thrilled because, you know, the migrant issue can become a little bit political. Sure. 
And, uh, and I say, this is not about politics. This is simply responding to who we are as Catholics and Christians, the gospel message says. And then there's not really much of an argument. Yeah, I agree. And you know, for folks who are listening or watching, um, I encourage you to go to ChicagoCatholic.com and read this story because we just talked to three parishes. I, it was the story was so long. I ran out of room. I had to cut one of the parishes, and there are, there are at least Catholic Charity says about 23, 24 parishes out there doing stuff, and you're helping multiple families, and mm-hmm. and it's possible. It's completely possible to do this, and. It's, I'm hoping that people will read the story and, and see the photos and be motivated to to do more, to, to take on these kinds of things and to help these folks, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I would hope so as well. But for, for me personally, and I think for the community, it's been a very uh, positive experience. It, it's kind of, uh, it, it's been a uniting factor, actually. We have one place where we have a, a, a focus on ministry and service, and people are pulling together to recognize who we are as one. You know, we're separate parishes still, but we are an Oak Park Catholic community and beyond that we serve. Absolutely. Can I add something else? Please. I really want to also bring out the interfaith aspect of this. Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful. It is so wonderful because now maybe I'm, um, I I would be a little bit more too much of my age, but I do remember pre-Vatican II. Okay. I do remember when we couldn't even go enter into a Protestant church. We couldn't go to the wedding of, of a friend of a family member. I was just, I was a little girl, but I remember my parents saying, well, we can't go to the wedding because it's in a Protestant church, mm-hmm. but we can go to the reception, right? We didn't even take swim lessons at the YWCA for fear of indoctrination or something. I don't know. But now <laughs> in what was formerly a, a, a rectory that was probably built during this period of time, we have this incredible ministry that gets people from the Unitarian Temple, yeah. from Pilgrim Congregational, from mm-hmm. Euclid Methodist, from First United, from the Jewish community. Yep. It is such a celebration mm-hmm. of our common humanity, no matter what religion. Mm-hmm. And today, by all by total coincidence, we also had a volunteer who came, who happened to be staying at my house, who is here to attend the World Parliament of oh, Religions, sure. and yeah. he's from Kenya. Okay. Wow. And so that's how how interfaith this is. Mm-hmm. Well, and if I can add a, 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 you know, I'm always looking at the spiritual side of all this. You're so right, Celine. You know, if you take a glimpse of that, I, it's like this is heaven mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, mm-hmm. heaven has got to be a place where everybody is welcome, and we're seeing a glimpse of that in the work that's being done there and the bringing together of all these folks. That's and then you know the same thing. We are all going to work together because we're a larger network. So we kind of find out, and this is well, you know, our church is thinking about also sponsoring a family. Great, let's work together because if you get a lead on an apartment, or mm-hmm. if we have some extra furniture, sure. or you know whatever it'll be, we can help out. So we're yeah. forming a network to do not just the showers, but to do mm-hmm. the, the the work of accompanying a family, mm-hmm. the, the families. Wonderful. Can I add? Yeah, we're almost out of, we only have like 30 seconds. So go ahead, Father. Okay. 
Um, uh, uh, Celine says she's a nag vocator and yeah. she does, but it doesn't take much to nag vocate me because I say yes all the time because what they're doing is the right thing. Thank you. Amen. So we'll be praying for you guys and keep on doing what you're doing. And for folks who are listening, check out their story and photos at chicagocatholic.com. And until next time, you have a gentle and joy-filled day and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.